Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Monday night, the first show of the 2022 season. I am joined with my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? And of course, me in the mouth. Our special guest tonight is Mr. Eight-Time Super Dirt Car Series and the four-time Dirt Car National Champion, Super Matt Shepard. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks for having me. It's um, Tuesday night, by the way. Oh, Tuesday, same, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Tuesday, Monday, whatever. Uh, Matt, so last time we talked to you was, uh, I believe, the end of the 2020 season. <clears throat> And uh, we were talking how, you know, it's kind of a off year in your uh, your standards. Uh, last year would seem to be a little bit better, more wins, more wins for you. Um, as far as your standards go, how would you rate your season last year? Um, it was kind of a strange season. <laughs> I feel like you know we had some pretty low points, but I feel like we had some really really strong points too where we went on some rolls and won a bunch of series races and you know we we started out miserably on the super dirt series and then kind of really gained some momentum on that so it was really really up and down um you know the super dirt series we we started off poorly finished pretty strong i thought um the short track super series was kind of up and down a little bit, very strong on the North series. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, ran, ran really good at tracks that I typically hadn't been the best at, but man, them little tracks like, uh, you know, Woodhall and Thunder Mountain and I think Penn can, and, and we had a, we had a really good package at, um, you know, a lot of those tracks this year. And then, uh, even, even, you know, cap it off with the non-point win at Middletown at the end of the year, very strong on the North. Um, I thought we were very good at the end of the year. Uh, you know, third in the Fulton 200, third at Oswego, second at, um, Port Royal, you know, one Eastern State 200. And yeah, then, well, yeah, I mean, uh, and then when the big finale at, um, in Louisiana. So, I mean, when you can go through the, I don't know, the five biggest races of the year, I think the small block race at, at Middletown, we were sucking. I mean, the five or six biggest races of the year, we were top three in every single one of them. Yep. So, I mean, that, uh, that was big for us. Um, you know, I told a lot of people this, but you can have a really good year, win a bunch of races, um, you know, maybe win a championship or two, but your re- your year's really defined in October and November, you know, oh, yeah. uh, how, yeah. how you do in the big races, whether you get any big championships. And, um, I feel like we finished off the year very strong. Now, uh, going back to the, uh, the Woodhall race for the, the North series, I was actually on vacation, uh, down in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. So I'm literally sitting in a restaurant with my family watching on my phone, and that, that race at the end there was pretty crazy because 
you were you were down on the bottom and you were in lap traffic and I think it was Mike Mahaney was in front of you lap traffic and I just see I don't remember if it was Bichetti or, or Perego they're like coming I'm like so I'm like yelling at my phone in a restaurant like get the hell out of the way and my family's just looking at me like what the hell is wrong with you like when you're in the car and the, that lap traffic's there and they're not moving are you like are you kind of like getting antsy too or are you, are you like calm cool and collected. Well, I think a few things actually happened in that race. Um, I think I had a decent lead when I got to them guys and I tried the top and, and actually lost a little ground. And right. I said, man, you know, I think it's, it's safer to follow these guys. Well, I started following them and that was fine. And sometimes you can, you can not realize when you're following somebody that they're slowing down a little bit each lap right. okay. to the point where five, six, seven laps later, they're really going slow and you don't really realize <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, probably, you know, probably should have pulled out and drove tread driving around them, but obviously, you know, the dust was a little bit of a factor. And, oh yeah. Um, the other thing is, is, one of the few things I could see is they had a green scoreboard, like the letters on it were green. So when I was going down the front stretch, I could see what lap it was. And, and it was kind of like one of those deals where I was getting antsy and I'm like, do I pull out or ride it out? You know, the right. thing's almost yeah. over. And then I think if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the last lap going into three somebody in front of me whether it was Mike or the guy in front of him like everybody got jammed up and checked up and I think oh, I yeah. had to slam on the yep. brakes and I think I might have run in the back of Mike and and it was almost almost a disaster <laughs> uh, so congratulations on winning the Eastern States 200 got that monkey off your back uh how did you like the format of the 200 this year was it better than the previous ones uh, I mean, I've been begging dirt and these guys to do away with radios for, for, for years. Forever. I mean, yeah. And in, in my opinion, in short track dirt racing, there's no place for radios. Right. <laughs> um, no. You know, let us go out there and race it out. I, I mean, half the reason that I think the fans saw such a slugfest at, at Middletown was the lack of radios you know what I right mean? yeah 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 you know you don't have anybody on the radio saying look at you're faster here and slower here and he's doing this and you're doing this so go up here in this corner and go down low you don't have that it's just every man for himself or himself um you know i prefer it that way um God, you don't see the World Outlaw late models or the sprint cars no. or any of them guys using using nope. radios in their biggest races. So why should we? Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, I agree with that. <clears throat> and the two one hundred and they split the race up into two one hundred lappers, I believe, this year too. Is that correct? Well, they Our did. Time. However, uh, you had to go to the back, so um, a lot of us ended up pitting, I forget what lap it was, maybe lap 80-something, 90-something, and kind of doing a standard pit stop anyways. Okay. And, and not pitting on the lap 100. Okay, almost like okay. a short pit strategy. Like a short, yeah, like short pit. <clears throat> so <clears throat> is it safe to say Orange County will be your home for Saturday nights this year? Home, um, it's 
The only thing I'm not a hundred percent settled on, um, obviously the money's there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The way I understand it, and I haven't talked to Brett, is I think they're doing the same championship format. Um, Yeah, yeah, win and you're in. The win and you're in, and then it comes down to the final night, which, um, I guess that's good and bad. Um, I guess I don't necessarily agree with that (laughs) format. However, um, that kind of enables me to not commit to having to drive all the way down Middletown every Saturday night as well. <laughs> you know, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. yeah. You can win and if be they, done till that. If, if they were doing a normal championship format, I would probably go down there every Saturday night. Um, you know, that's a grind for me. Um, yeah. The way the format is now, I'm, I may be looking at just running there until hopefully maybe I can win a race and, um, <laughs> you know, Come back Come in August when they start <laughs> yeah, over again. Yeah, uh, no, that's. I mean. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. That <clears throat> it, there's, there's, there's absolutely no place for playoffs in racing, and it's, it's stupid, is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think they're hurting themselves a little bit by not getting, not getting guys to commit weekly. Um, right. Like I said. Uh. I probably would have committed weekly if it wasn't for the playoff system, but why am I going to go through the grind when basically my whole season is going to come down to, to a roll of the dice on, on the final night. That's true. That's yeah, that, that's very true. Yeah. I mean, how far, like, that's what, like a four hour ride for you one way. Yeah. It's, it's almost four hours one way. You know? Yeah. That's, that's insane. <clears throat> but like you said, the money's there. So if you can go win one race and not go back for a while, then why not? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking into a few things. Maybe if I could find a solid small block ride there, too, um, I would consider going down there and doing the double every week. Um, yeah. I'm still I'm still open on Saturday nights, you know what I mean? Um, Middletown's mm-hmm. going to be involved in my schedule one way or another. I mean, they're just putting up too much money right. to not um, go down there. And, and let's face it, I mean, since they resurfaced it, the place has been pretty good to me. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and this year, I mean, not just, you know, with what Middletown's saying, but I mean, this year seems to be a, a, a big, big year money-wise as far as dirt modified racing goes as a whole. I mean, this uh, new Elite Series that Brett Dayo came out with is is just insane. Yeah, I mean, between the Elite Series, um, the Elite Series point fund, of course, he boosted up his North and South point fund, yep. and then... And then dirt, you know, doing the big boost in their point fund. I mean, there's a there's a lot more zeros on the table this year. Um, <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Now with uh, dirt card, kind of, you know, they boosted their point fund money, but then they also changed. So the races, I think there's a couple hundred lap races, if I'm not mistaken, but a lot of the races are less than a hundred laps. Does that uh, is that work in your favor, or would you prefer them just all be hundred laps? I think a lot of it's smoke and mirrors. Um, typically, the hundred lap races they'll count cautions for seventy five of the hundred laps, anyways. Oh, and then, yeah. and then when yeah. you get into a sixty or seventy five lapper, a lot of times they won't count cautions, and in reality, they end up being the same amount of laps. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I forgot to count caution laps. Total, totally forgot about it. I think it's kind of six one way, half a dozen the other. 
Yeah, no, that ma- that makes sense. So um, potentially, now don't they have the elites? If you win the elite series championship, the North and South region, it's what eighty thousand. Um, God, I thought it was like fifty five thousand, but yeah, I thought okay. it was like fifty five thousand okay. too. Right, Jesus, right, hey. he's just he's just giving away Deo's money without him knowing it. Hey, mine, hey, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm trying to draw yeah. more cars and more fans to the to the sport. What's All right, that? so fifty-five. I'm just trying to draw more uh, cars and fans to the sport by just throwing a <laughs> yeah, number there out go. there. Yeah. So are you are you pretty much ready for Florida? I mean, are you still still grinding? Um, I'm in pretty good shape for being, you know, two and a half weeks away or three weeks away or whatever we are. Um, just finishing up some odds and ends, uh, waiting for for a few things to come in. Um. Luckily, I had a, a bunch of cars that were in really good shape at the end of last year, so I wasn't really thrashing, um, you know, building new stuff, thank God, because, man, it's been hard to get parts. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, I bet. I, I picked up a new frame and body in, I think, beginning of December, and I haven't even touched it yet because I don't even have enough parts to even worry about touching it. Um, oh, damn. That's a little bit scary. Uh, there's a lot of racing coming up, um, big season, um, and it's getting harder and harder to get parts and to get engines. Um, the poor engine builders are just having a yeah. horrendous time trying to get parts and pieces and blocks and pistons. And, and you know, I'm kind of afraid that if we don't see it right now, that maybe by next winter or next season – it's going to become an issue because I think everybody's just going to get farther and farther behind on, oh, yeah. on parts and pieces. And, and, you know, the guys that got engines now are getting stuff rushing now that might be fine, but you know, I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. And eventually it's going to catch up with everybody. I think. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Now, does it, I know the last time we talked to you, uh, there was a gap between the short track super series and, and the flaw and the, uh, Volusia race. And now this year they're back to back. And then you hit another short track super series race in South Carolina on the way home. I mean, that's gotta be a nightmare still trying to get everything down to Florida, keep everything in one piece so that you can still hit South Carolina on the way back. Yeah. I mean, logistically it's, it's certainly a nightmare. Um, not just with the the different equipment, um, you know, the different tires and the different fuels and the different engines and right. blah blah blah. But but <laughs> even crew help, you know, who can take three weeks off in February oh. before the season even starts? Um, oh yeah, true. Yeah. You know, I think we were talking about it. You know, the crew and stuff from February eighth to basically like November 15th, there's only one weekend off this year. Oh, oh wow. wow. How do you keep yourself motivated? I mean, the seasons have literally gotten so long. When I started wow. doing this, you went to Florida in the middle of February and you yep. didn't start up again until the middle of April up here right. in New York. Yeah. Um, sure. Now we're literally, you Don't know, like- the first or second week in February straight through to the middle of November. That's the other thing. We were done before Halloween. 
you know, maybe you went down to the Oktoberfest in Hagerstown on Halloween weekend. Right. But that's only if you really wanted to stretch your season out, you know, now we're going into the middle of November. So, um, the season, it's just crazy long now. Um, it, it basically turned into to zero off season. Um, really, I mean, by the time we get home from Louisiana and get stuff washed up before it snows and you go to a banquet, you go, you got to have Thanksgiving, you know, you're trying to sell a car or two, you maybe pick up another car, build a few bodies, you know, go through the holidays, you're praying your motors are back from the engine builder and, and boom, you're right back <laughs> into right it back again. Into you it. Know? Jesus. Before well, that's like a blink of an eye. That completely throws our idea out the window then. Cause me and Brian would love yeah, to forget s- it. Yeah, yeah, we would. So we're we're both huge uh, USAC fans. We love USAC racing. So we would love to see dirt modifieds do an Indiana swing, but obviously there's no time for that. <laughs> oh yeah, January's yeah. open. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold in Indiana. Yeah, I mean, I think we were trying to make out a little bit of a preliminary schedule, and damn, got it. I think we're almost up to 115 races right now. Oh my god. Matt, how do you keep yourself personally? How do you stay motivated? To that's a lot. How do you just keep getting up and to grind it out? I don't know. I guess it's just what I do. I mean, part okay. of it, part of it is, I think, you know, when, when you're the yeah, car owner yeah, and you, you yeah. gotta, you gotta keep it going. and You want to make a few bucks, but I think, honestly, I think the the biggest part of it is probably just my competitive nature. Um, yeah. I just want to go out and I want to win and I want to do better every night. And, you know, if I'm not winning, I want to get out there and win. And if I am winning, I want to win as many in a row as I can. You know what I mean? Um, That's probably what drives me. Now, uh, I'm sure also when you started racing, social media did not exist. And now social media is kind of social media. Yeah. Social media has kind of ruined the world if you ask me, but, uh, I mean, I still partake in it, but, you know, who doesn't want to be left out? Now, obviously, there's racing groups out there, and there's also there's a lot of chatter. And I know you see it because I know you've commented on some stuff, but, like, when, when guys are, you know, talking negative about you, about the traction control and all that other yeah. bullshit, do you kind of just, like, let that roll off your shoulder, or do you use that as motivation to get better? Honestly, I mean, I just get a good laugh out of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, some I mean, of the yeah. stuff that, that people yeah. post and they think they know and this and that and the other <laughs> yeah, thing. There's literally yeah. nothing you can do but laugh at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's quite comical, honestly. Um, I honestly, you know, get a pretty good kick out of it. Okay, well, I, I think, like, that's the part that would bother me. Like, I think that would get to me. I would look at it and I'd be like, these motherfuckers, oh, I swear yeah. to God, I'm, I'm going to come assholes. kick your ass. Yeah, here's your track. <laughs> Why don't you come here and pat me down and find my track, Sister Cole, uh, tough guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, like, what happened went down in New Egypt this year uh, with the point championship. Me and Mike had, you know, everybody has to put their two cents worth. I said, Mike, let's have a lot of fun with this. So we did. We do shit like that. Yeah, we made up our own story about what We happened. made up our own story. And, Bi- and oh, Billy Pops well, Jr. Well, played Jr. into it. Yeah, he oh, played really? into it. Yeah, he played into it with us. It was yeah. hilarious. I didn't oh, even yeah. see it. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was great. It was great. He uh Billy Pops Jr. is a good sport and uh he he had a lot of fun with it actually. 
So yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't quite understand that whole deal. I don't, I don't understand what the don't. point of. I don't understand what the point of stealing a motor is if you're just going to take it apart and say it's illegal later. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Well, you might as well not exactly even steal them. Right. That was and, our point. And how did how did um, the Gouler team know to protest the head? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying anybody did anything right or wrong. I'm I'm just yeah. saying if it had legitimate track seals on the engine, then what's the point in sealing it if you're going to take it apart? I mean, I thought the the whole the whole system was created so that so the tech guy to could walk over and say right. this motor was sealed by so and so and blah 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 and that's it. You know what I mean? Um, I, I guess so I, I guess that know. blew that right out of the water, didn't it? Yeah, not. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I guess I don't that's, understand that's, it. Yeah, that's, that's their problem now. <laughs> you know, this the situation works out in my favor favor though being a Bridgeport regular because now I can see. Billy Jr. and his dad racing each other every weekend, so works out. Yeah, good for you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Yeah. But I get to see Matt at Orange County until he wins one real quick, and then I won't <laughs> see him until August, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you have to take your son over there to meet him. Yes, I do. Yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah, for sure. I actually got my new uh, eight time championship shirt in the mail today, so thank you. <laughs> Perfect. I know you didn't mail it out. Jordan, I'm sure, mailed it out, but thank you anyways. <laughs> um, more than likely. More than um, likely. Serious, all right, serious question here. Does this at replay have a place in bowling? What's that? Does instant replay belong in bowling? I don't know why they would need it. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I've been saying. If you watch a PBA tournament on ESPN, they will do instant replay. Like I missed something. What did I miss? <laughs> I mean, I guess yeah, you want to see it in slow motion, but yeah, okay, that's fine. But you notice how this and like, dude, he hit a bunch of he, he threw a, a twenty-five pound ball down the lane as fast as he could. And he hit a bunch of wooden pins. What? What is that? What did I miss? I don't know. Maybe a pin misses another pin. I, I'm not really sure. Maybe they're checking. I mean, they look at the guy's stance, though. I mean, everybody's stance is different. You know what I mean? So, uh, Matt, real quick, uh, we're going to let you go here soon so you can get, get back to work. Um, I don't remember. I think it might have been Blast at the Beach. Was that the race that you flipped down at Georgetown? Blast at the Beach? Mm, I think so. What in the world happened? Because all I saw was... Everyone going three, a car flips, and I'm like, damn, Matt didn't come around. That must have been him. Well, I got out of the gas getting into three because, you know, it was kind of gnarly up there, and I I didn't want to flip. And um, I think it was H.J. Bunning kind of tagged me in the left rear and sent me sideways and sent me flipping, and that was the end of that. Oh, man. Was it a rough ride or not really? Um, I mean... I guess it didn't really hurt but anything about my pocketbook, but, you know, uh, I don't know how my safety features did their jobs and, uh, I wasn't sore or anything. Uh, just had a tore up race car. Do you think that race is the, what cost you the South championship? Well, I mean, either that one, or I think I had a terrible run at Port Royal in the spring. Um, Either one of them would have done the trick. Oh uh, uh, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I, feel, um, 
I feel like in that series, I, you can only have one bad race. and You can and, have one bad race, and unfortunately, I had two bad races and was still right there pretty close it, at the end. Um, yeah, it was close. I needed to have one and a half bad races, and I probably <laughs> still could have won it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, just just had two bad nights, and, and that killed me. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, Matt, we uh, we appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to come chat with us, and uh, we wish you the best of luck uh, this year, and uh, we hope to see you at the track soon. All right, I appreciate it. Um, good talking with you guys. Yep, thanks, yeah, Matt. Same here, Matt. Thank you. All right, take care. See you. You too. Bye. That was Mr. Eight Time. Eight Time. Super Dirt Series champion, Matt Shepard. Nice guy. He's a good interview. He's a good interview. He's a nice I, guy. I, I don't care what anybody says about my, him. Yeah, he's not used to my humor yet. I don't think with the bowling, you know. I don't know. Why would they? I don't. I don't. All right. Yeah. He killed it. He killed it. He killed it. Yeah, he killed it. That's all right. We'll, we'll That's get all right. him there. It's all good. If we keep interviewing him every year, we'll get him there. You know, so. Yeah, he said, yeah, he's probably talked to God knows like 8,000 other people before us, too, already. Yeah, he literally just did an interview with Super Dirt Car Series yes. like last, last week. <laughs> yeah, see what I'm saying? He's like, but all they, right. They, but, they, they, but you know what? For us being a small time, sure, yeah. I'll come on for the second time. That's awesome. Yeah, plus. Yes, he is Super, a very nice guy. Super Dirt Car Series asked him a bunch of stupid questions. Yeah, we, we asked, don't. We like the. Yeah, we, we asked. We asked yeah, we asked legit questions. And he's also outspoken. He's not going to be shy. We already know that. So that's another, you know, he's not going to yeah, shy he's, away from uh, he's proven He's proven that at the racetrack. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I so, don't know. I, I you know, I, I can I mean, say Orange County at least, at least, at least, at least, say three, four times this year. Right I mean, off the bat in April, too. I'll see him at Bridgeport twice, Super Dirt Cars, and uh, Short Track yeah. Super Series. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll see him at Georgetown. Uh, yeah, you can see him at Georgetown. Yeah, and, so you probably see him about as much as I'll see him. Yeah, so wherever else I end up. See him on I mean, Flow. I'll see him on Flow every Friday night if he runs Utica Rome. I forgot to ask him if he's right. going back. That, that's true. Because Utica uh, Rome is on yeah. Flow this year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. I mean, regardless, like, uh, everybody pretty much knows you and I – that we're not particular Stuart Friesen fans. But I got to admit, when you have him and Matt Shepard and you get to be there at the St. Owasho, I, I kind of oh enjoy God. watching them. I, it's, I do too. Yeah, right? Oh, dude. Like, enjoy, I go, it's like you really, it doesn't get any better than that. I go back to the only Super Dirt Car race of 2020 at Bridgeport, and Matt comes through the field yeah. and passes oh, yeah. Friesen, and we're like, and it's like, all right, we're about that to get was, a show here. And then Matt yeah, breaks. They, yeah, that that nice cat and mouse between the two of them. And Matt got yeah. him to bite and yep. got him. And then, like you said, Matt. And then Billy Decker at the end said, "Okay, watch this. I, I mm-hmm. hey, I'm no slouch." Yeah. So I was, it, I was, it's it's very enjoyable. It really it is. is. And then, it is. And it, and some of the other guys, you see everybody kind of up their level a little bit. And yeah. it just makes for fantastic racing across the board, especially when you have two of the best going head to head. And and it does. And and not. I mean, we sit here and. We say we're not Stuart Friesen fans, and and don't get it twisted, people. Just because we're not a fan of his doesn't mean we don't respect what he does behind the wheel of a race car. Oh, because the guy's one of the best. We've exactly. said that. 
Yeah, we're just not a fan of him. Like it's just I don't I don't have to be. And don't yeah. we don't butt hurt because we don't like him. You don't like Matt Shepard, don't like Matt Shepard. Yeah, but you we gotta don't admit, care. You, you have to respect both of them. Yeah. You gotta admit you kind you enjoy watching them race. Because I enjoy watching freezing race, I'll admit that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I like to see everybody else up the level, especially uh, look at the top notch level. I get to probably see uh on April second Orange County. It's gonna be him, Williamson, Mahaney. like you just name everybody and everybody. Same thing with you when you get to see him at Georgetown. Yeah, it's gonna be badass. Yeah. yeah, it's good, dude. It's gonna be badass. I'm thinking there's gonna be like 80 modifieds there. Yeah, you get to <laughs> Billy. Twenty-five thousand. Like, this is what I'm talking about right here, kids. This is what it's about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, no, nah, great. I'm glad he's doing this elite series. So. Yeah, me too. So, great interview with Matt. Great, great way to start off our brand new season three. Yep. Oh, and, it's and gonna it, be a good it, one. It gets. It gets better. I mean, just what we have lined up. So we got we got our my buddy Kevin Golden coming on next week. And his, a, girl, and his girlfriend Sarah. Yeah, Kevin Kevin is a third generation flagger, which is pretty cool on its own. That is his, yeah, that is pretty. His cool. girlfriend, who's up and coming in the six hundred two sportsman class, which Kevin owns the car, and she has a win. She has a win. The week after that, we have. Randy Williamson, the co-owner of Bicknell Chassis, coming on. Oh, it gets better than that. The week the after that. The, start off the month of February. The newly inducted Eastern Motorsports Press Association Hall of Famer, Donnie Kreitz Jr. The week after that, we're going super late model racing. Our first, our actually first full-time, that's what he does. He, that's yeah. his class. Yeah, Brian Bernheiser. Brian Bernheiser, who's also a chassis builder. Yeah. So we got I, two for one say, special yeah. there. Look at that. At least I think he's a chassis builder. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure yeah. he is. If, if not, you know, whatever. And February then, 21st is it's open right now, but if we get him, I, I, it sounds like it's going to be a yes. Just got to work that out. I have to ask, obviously. You guys are going to love this one. Possibly. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna let you guess on it. Yep, it's it's a huge name in dirt modified motorsports. Oh, absolutely. And, put, and, and, and his father is also a Hall of Famer and a legend. And he helps run two racetracks right now. And he helps run two racetracks right now. So <laughs> that's a dead that's a, that's, that's a dead giveaway right there. I think. Um, yeah, and then we have a couple couple more that we're working the kinks out. Then we move into March. And we're going to have the OG. Oh, right. Creation comes back March 14th. Yeah, yeah the OG. We Lance, and we got Lance Willicks to end uh, upstate New York driver, uh, Lance Willicks, to end uh, uh, the month oh, of yeah. February. Yeah. He's been around for – and he's good. You've seen him race. He's Thunder Mountain yeah. guy. Yeah. He's, the guy's good. Yep. So February, we're, uh, what, March 7th? I forget who we're, who we're thinking about for March 7th. That would be left that – we'll figure somebody out. Yeah, we start. Yeah, well, I'm going to the motorsports show this weekend. So if there's any drivers floating yeah, around, so I'll see back on the list. Sorry, I got half. You take half, and we'll just yeah. uh, that we're we're yeah. good for the year. So, um, motorsports shows this weekend in Oaks, Pennsylvania. I won't be going. Uh, I'm taking Parker because he loves That's gonna be cool. He loves yeah, cars, like, oh. so yeah, he'll just be like blown away. The lights are just all kinds of stuff going on. He's gonna be like, what? Yeah, yeah. So if anybody sees me, just stop, really just, cool. just stop me and say hi. I'll be chasing. Yeah, I'll be chasing. Uh, probably 
I mean, I can take. Yeah, you'll be chasing your son. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be chasing my son around. So if you see some fool chasing some little boy around, it's me. <laughs> or, or it's Josh chasing Jeff's drunk around. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, one or the other. Um, I think Josh is going actually. Yeah, probably. Yeah. More likely. Yeah. Um, what do I got? I got March. Well, if they have the car show at Orange County, I'll probably just go to. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, the Hallmark show. They'll have every everything that Stu's ever driven will be on display. Just take a ride up to Syracuse for their their show. Their yeah, it's like three and a half they, hours. Don't they have a motorsports show up in Syracuse? Uh, I, think, I don't I know if they, they do that anymore. They might. Or, or go up to the indoor race in Syracuse. I could. i go that's, to all these closer. That's in March. Yeah, Albany. Albany's <laughs> closer. I didn't know they had indoor race there. They did. They did last year. I don't know if they are. I don't even know what the schedule is for the indoor racing. Yeah, me either. I know they're uh, in Atlantic City coming up, like, not this weekend, but next weekend, maybe. Yeah, they start. Can't can't remember. Get into their swing of things. Yeah. Um, Tanner Thorson wins your 2022 Tilly Bowl, who also that Mike predicted that's going to win the USAC Sprint Car Championships this year. Yup. I'm going to go against them, and I'm going to pick. Of course you are. You're going to pick Brady Bacon to go four times. No, five. Mm, five. I'm sorry. You got four this year. Last year. Whatever. Whatever. I, I can't I can't see anybody right now beating Bacon. He, he's just – he's too good. He's uh, It seems like he's really on top of his game. But that don't mean shit. Some also, bad races, this, that, the other thing, that don't mean nothing. I think Briggs Tanner. Tanner. You also got to think Tanner good. And he was a rookie last year for the national series. He's going to win a national. He's going to win a couple national championships. This year's the year. Well, depending how his racing career goes, I don't. uh, I don't think so. Not yet. I say this year's the year. No, it's going to be five times. All right, I'll give you this. I say it's close between him and uh, Tanner, between Brady and Tanner. It's going to come down to the last race. It, yeah, I think it's good. I, I mean, Tanner's no slouch. I, Brady's like, Brady, I've watched Brady flip in a fucking heat, come back the same race and get third. And almost if he had a couple more laps, probably would have won. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I just, the guy's gritty, though. He is. He's good. And we talked to him, and he's a super nice guy. And I say Briggs Danner wins at least one race in, in, when he goes out to Indiana. I just think he's that good, and he's going to do it. I'd like to see him win Kokomo. I would love that would be cool. He might. I, I, I see the kid's good. The kid's good. He belongs with those guys and it's going to happen for him. Yeah. And next couple of years, I think he gets a national yep. ride. He's going to have to national, like a he's going to he's gonna have to. Yeah. He's going to have to relocate to Indiana, but it'd be worth it. He's young. He could do it. Yeah. That's this is what he does. Yeah. I mean, the race for a living, I'd, I'd relocate to Indiana. Shit. Yeah. I, I have no wife and kids. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. See guys. Yeah, absolutely. Peace out. If I did have a wife and kid, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. It's, I, I'm ex- super excited for this year. Yeah, me too. Uh, not just modified racing. Obviously, that's our bread and butter, but just yeah. racing across the board. Everything seems like it's everybody's up in the game, I guess. All the sanctioned bodies seem to. The only thing I'm not excited about is this stupid, extreme, wingless. Oh, BS uh, that know, World right. Racing Group came and, out well, with. Yeah, like, why? Why are you doing that? First yeah. of all, you're, you're never going to beat USAC. No. 
Um, they, they've been in the game too long. Kind of, yeah, since 1950. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Oil's got some kind of, I think it's called the War Sprint Cars out in like Missouri, out around there. It's okay. It's like more regional, like a URC kind of thing. It's yeah. not bad. But the Power Eye midgets are decent. You're just not going to go against that. No. There's no think, way in hell. It's just I a lie. Why? I, I think it's going to be a flop. So do I. I, I really do. Be, I think it's going to be a flop. They're so mean, trying to be local soil. It's disgusting. Well, it's not, well, you don't I have mean, to stop. You basically need the USEC guys to run that series. Yeah, you're going to need some name guys to draw it, to draw fans. Here's the problem. USEC guys are going to be, yeah, they're going to be in Florida when that fuck, Extreme Series runs at Volusia. But the, right. I think, I'm pretty sure they have a busy schedule with, with Bubba. They race about 40 times a year. Yeah, I think they're doing Bubba. Just the sprint cars, I think. Yeah, they'll be down at Bubba, so I don't know what their schedule is, can, if they can go to Volusia or... Is the money there for them to bounce around? Like, you know, I, I don't... Now, mo- now granted, granted, I did look at the full schedule. Most of the schedule is out that wet, out in the Midwest where USAC mostly races, but it's tracks that yeah. USAC doesn't race at, like Lake Ozark Speedway, and like it's it's like tracks that World Outlaws race at. It's not tracks that USAC normally races at. So, so to the like, people out Lake Ozark, which I probably normally have four ten sprint car racing anyway. Okay, so right. you're bringing like a World of Outlaw wingless sprint cars in here. I'd rather go see USAC. Sorry, look at the name guys there. Sorry. Exactly, exactly. No, I agree. I think it's going to be a flop. It's... I mean, it's big news with the sprint cars this year. Got Casey Kane doing the World of Outlaw tour full time. Yep. The All-Stars, not only yep. the defending champion Tyler Corner, you had, I believe, Chris Windham and Kevin Thomas Jr. come over to the wing side. Who's, uh, what car is Chris Windham going to be in? Is he going to be in a NASCAR? I, I'm gonna I assume say yes. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. I could check his fan page and here's another tweet. here's another thing people don't realize. Nas Energy drinks. How much they do for dirt racing is ridiculous. a lot, like a ton. Yeah, they're I mean, USAC. They're in the World of Outlaws. They spon- they're, they're the title sponsors. Yeah, they're the title sponsor for Midgets, World Outlaws. Bitches. Yeah, they're, they're on. They're all over the place. That's which is great. Lot. I like to see that. They do a lot for dirt racing. I'm a just lot. dirt modifies it. Like there's a lot of stuff going on this year already. Oh my god! Just our like, dirt racing itself is like Florida. I said, eighty grand to win is like really? Like I thought it was fifty five. <laughs> All right, give yourself a twenty five grand bonus on me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the Elite Series, so you kind of have a grand champion sword if you win all three of them. I guess you can call it a grand champion. Yeah. Matt Orange Seelman. County, thirty thousand to win. Big block championship. Uh, what, what did uh, what did Super Dirt Series go up to? Sixty thousand, you said? Yeah, yeah, from forty to sixty. So there's a lot of money out there to be won too. The Elite Series just to win a race is what? Oh, they're all like twenty grand or twenty like grand they're, plus. They're all twenty five to win at least. Twenty five to win. Yeah, except for the last two, the Honda two hundred and yeah, Port Royal. Four, four of the six races are twenty five thousand to win, and then one's fifty and one's fifty three thousand. Yeah, which would be the five to two hundred and um, and the Port Royal two hundred. So there's three elite series races pretty pretty early in the season. You got the one at uh-huh. Cherokee Speedway in February. Yep. Then you got Georgetown in March, and then Orange County in April. Yeah. And yep. then there isn't any elite series racing until the end of the year. Yeah, that's all the big money races. 
Utica Rome, the New Yorker 100. Right? Yeah. And then, um, then, and then, then Port Fonda, Royal and Fonda. Or is it Port? No, then Fonda, then Port Royal, because I think yeah. Fonda's late September. Well, whatever, yeah. whatever. We're going yeah. to. So, three. The, the Fonda 200 came back because Dale, which is cool, because I was always, since I was a kid, has always been around. And then New Yorker at Utica Rome used to be kind of a big deal race to win, too. So, <sighs> speaking of Dale, he's been the promoter at Georgetown Speedway. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just announced today that he actually purchased the Speedway. Oh, so now he's owner. He's owner of the Speedway, yes. There's a lot of people, there's some people, especially down at Delaware area, are glad that somebody's doing this. Because that truck's been around for a long time, too. Oh, yeah. The guy that, that built somebody, the, the guy that yeah. built Dover International Speedway built that track, yeah. Melvin uh, which Joseph. Melvin, yeah, which you told me, which I didn't know, so that's cool. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. They're, they're like... They think it's great. So it got revived. It's back. Same thing. Fonda was on its way out. It was looking like pretty bleak because it was ran like shit. And Brett's like, not, and same thing with Utica Rome was kind of yeah, left yeah. in the balance. Yeah, so he comes in, swoops him up, and he's bought this new energy. And just like it, the tracks are staying. The tracks are still going. Now, Delmar was just purchased as well over the offseason. And they're changing the name, I think, to like. 302 Speedway or something. I don't know. Wasn't that, was that US 13 or is that another track or that, that's Delaware International? No, it's all the same. So US 13 is the oh, drag strip. The, okay. US, yeah, US 13 is the drag strip that's right there next to the track. All right. So somebody else bought this. Somebody, yeah, the track sold and somebody bought it and now they're trying to revamp that too. But I mean, your track champion just announced that he's not coming back next year. He's going to Bridgeport. So, making a special shows only. Yeah, I mean the problem I, with Del, I, the problem with Delmar is like enough cars down there. There's not, and it's so far. Yeah, like Georgetown's already like far. Delmar's like two hours in, you? it's yeah about an hour and forty five, two hours bound traffic. Delmar's three, three another. Delmar's another oh, forty five minutes south. South oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like that's it's over down four there. hours from yeah, so I would never go, ever go down there ever. Yeah, like it's 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 a hike. Like I would go down, I would only go down there for a special show, like uh, when Dale goes there and does the Diamond State Fifty race for Short Track Super Series. But it's always on a Tuesday night, so I would have to take off work the next day because I'd be getting back so late. But I'd have to stay down there, and come home. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A four hour drive. Damn. And think about the guys that are running from New York that are running the South Series. That's that's a haul on a Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, Matt, basically, Matt's like, he has nine months straight except for one week. Yeah, one weekend off. That's He's right, too. Like, it used to do the Florida Speed Week thing in February. And like, and then, you got a, then you got a couple months off. Yeah, and at least. Until, until, you yeah. have a couple... You'd have a couple around here, like closer to me, like Albany area. You'd have a like a March late, but late March show. Right. That's kind of like really it. And then, like like you said, middle of April or so, that went, and then it kicks off. This now it's like it's just he's going as soon as he go as soon as they get down there, it's on. Yeah, the grind starts. The grind yeah. starts. You know. I mean, luck. Luckily for Matt, I think like if he really wanted to, if he's if he wins a race early enough, 
Orange County. Orange County. He could take a couple. Yeah, he could take. He might be able to squeeze a couple Saturdays off. But like you said, he's owner. So I mean, money's got to keep coming in. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. He's got to keep the machine going. Yeah, yeah. That's so. It's it's crazy. And it's the, the amount of traveling that they do too. Oh my god. You say no NASCAR bitches where you get flown around from track to track. These guys, like, I think Matt drives his own shit, at least he one does. way. Yeah, he does. His crew guys ways. Uh, his yeah. crew guys help him, I think, on the way home. You know, like, he'll relax and crew guy drive or whatever. But, yeah. But he doesn't He doesn't have, like, these big, like, he doesn't have, like, here comes Helmar, the big sleeper. He can fit, like, the small city on wheels. He don't have that. No. And actually, the interview with Super Dark Car Series, they asked him about it. Uh, his trailer. Try a landscape trailer. Yeah, they asked him if he'd ever like upgrade to a bigger trailer, and I forget what his response was. Like maybe in the future, but that's money out of his pocket. That's money out of his pocket. And then you need a CDL driver. Yeah, that's another thing. Now, now you need something bigger to haul it, and then and, yeah, you're right. And then you need and a then, CDL driver. Yep. And then you got to deal with uh, the Department of Transportation and all that BS. Got and it, and that, yeah, yeah. oh, and here in New York, it that's a lot of money. Yeah, so it's like, is, is it worth it? You know, it's probably not worth. It. Maybe it's not. Probably not maybe, in his budget. Yeah, yeah, like he could always have like a sleeper, like a bigger, like more comfortable, like a like a mini uh, motorhome or something. Take him on the way home. That way he can kind of somewhat sleep. Yeah. That's about it. Y'all fit something like that, so I'm comfortable sleeping on the way home. I mean, whatever he's doing now is obviously working. Uh, he ain't bitching about it, is he? No, and he's still doing it. So yeah, <laughs> that's no. that, damn. That's a lot. I mean, the other driver gets he is he's got the luxury. Sorry. Yeah, he's now, got the okay, nice. I get it. I get it. If he's in Tennessee or Bristol or somewhere at a truck race, he'll fly up and try to rush to find. Okay, but he doesn't have to. No. So, I mean, see, that's where it kind of gets, like, annoying to me. Yeah. With the, so, with the fans, like, Matt's more of a, on the blue-collar type side. Yeah, I agree. I agree, 100%. I mean, Bob McCready used to show up in an open trailer, and everybody else have these enclosed things. Not not Bob. He goes, yeah. the trailer doesn't win. He goes, I don't care. A trailer doesn't win a race. No, sure as hell doesn't. <laughs> he goes, that right there, me. <laughs> we, we win races. But, Open tire rack, yeah, he fucking Derek McCree. Like, oh, this guy saw we saw then they saw him on the track. You're like, holy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But it would be nice to have an enclosed trailer in case there's a rain delay or something. Somebody was talking, I saw, I think it wasn't a racetrack somewhere that had the uh, tarps. Oh, somebody made a, it's, uh, oh what the gosh. hell, how'd that conversation start? Reading. Redding. Back Redding. in the day. Yeah, yes. back in the day, Redding. Yes, they, that was they, put it. Yes. Tarps, they put tarps down. So somebody said, well, Orange, yeah, Orange County could do it. Okay. Anybody, anybody could do it. Anybody could do it. They're saying for as far as money-wise. Oh, yeah. Like, able uh, to get the tarp. Now, like. Bridgeport might be tough because of the banking. The banking. Orange County's flat. Right. Yeah. How the hell would you pull it off? Like, all right, during the day, I get it so the sun's not beating on it well, as much. Well, no. You, well, what about when to... the rain comes out? Then what? Well, 
you'd have to water the track first. You'd have to prep the track and then put the tarps. I didn't cover it. They would keep it moist. Keep, yeah, it would keep the moisture in it. Humidity, yeah, and the humidity. Yeah, okay. But yeah, I mean it's not. I mean, it's not like baseball where if it starts to rain, you're going to run out there and put tarps on the track. No, that's not going to happen. Because <laughs> pretty much as soon as the clay gets wet, like soaking wet, it, yeah. forget it, done. Yeah. It, especially, you know you know how some of the thunderstorms are in the uh, summertime. They're drenchers. Yeah. That's it. It's that The night's over. You're done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. But I, I think the, the tarp might help is if, you, if you prep the track the in day. the morning. If you prep it, it in the morning... And then put tarps on it during the day. It might help preserve the track for that evening, you know, maybe. Or even even during the week, keep the tarp on it. Like, get it soaked, whatever you do, and yeah. throw it up. Because it's going to sit in the sun all week. Yeah, it's just a matter of... Unless it rains during the week, let, the, let Mother Nature do the work, then cover it. Yeah. It'd be makes... interesting to see how it would work. Or see it's if just... it well, it's benefits just... or not. I think the problem comes, most tracks have one guy that's there prepping the track, right? Yeah, yeah, one yeah. one guy, one guy's not gonna be able to lay, yeah. lay tarps and pull tarps by himself. No, no, you need I think, you need a crew of people to do yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where the problem would come in. I mean, I get it; it's a great concept, and you know, but I don't, I don't like like you said, I don't see it happening because a lot of these guys are part time, come after work to be like their second let's job just, in the summer. Let's just let's just build a roof over the track. That's what I said. Remember, like Dal, yeah. Yeah, spell leave roof. It open, leave it open, like, in the middle, like, over the pit area or something. Like, cover the stands in the track. Yeah. And just leave it kind of open in the middle in the pit area. Yeah. Make it retractable, even. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, uh, what's-his-name has the money yeah, for that? Who could do that? Hmm. I mean, his company does shit like that, right? They build stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, they built cities. Yeah. yeah. They redid the Lincoln Tunnel. They built the Tampa Sea Bridge. Yeah, yeah. So. You, just you never the, know, dude. I tell you, you never know. Just build the roof high enough, you know what I mean? It's got to be, like, up there a little ways, 50, 100 feet up in the air, maybe. Yeah, whatever. Actually, just make the whole goddamn track a fucking stadium. Well, you don't want it completely closed in. The driver would be badass in a stadium. That would be badass. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah. not the whole fairgrounds, but basically from, like, let's say, as soon as you walk in from the 31st lap up, across the track, across the track like this, and up to the drive-in, and behind the drive-in, and that, that's the stadium. Palmar <laughs> Stadium. Palmar <laughs> International Raceway. There you go. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a lot of fucking money. <laughs> well, he's got a lot of money. Yeah, he might go broke doing this, and if it's a flop, forget it. Oh, do it, Dick. Ticket prices would be like a hundred dollars. Let's let's be honest here, though. He hasn't it's even not, gotten he hasn't even gotten a real clay surface for the track. No, he's, yeah, he's, so not, he's not going to build a roof over it. He's certainly putting tar. Yeah, I'll get tarps. I'll go to the Ollies right down the road, and hopefully they got some tarps. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. No, he hasn't gotten real clay. So yeah, so yeah, so forget it. So the, the, it's, it's, it's not it's not happening. Brett Brett Dale, if you're listening. Tarps. Tarps, buddy. Try tarps. Try the tarps. Especially down at Georgetown, beginning of the year. Ugh. When it's cold and, yeah. yeah. Damp and cranky and, yeah. Uh-huh. All right, kids. I think we're going to wrap this up. Yeah. 
like to thank our guest once again, Super Matt Shepard, Mr. Eight time. Eight time. For my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold, I'm the mouth, and you've been Black Flag. Shut the f*** up!